0: Welcome to the point spread here at fantasypoints.com. I'm Joe. That's Tom. Uh, we uh, we've got a hell of a weekend coming up, T Bro, and we've had a hell of a week, but we're rescheduling the, the point spread because obviously, T Bro, um you and I are traveling this weekend. You you were invited to both of the weddings I'm going to this weekend, but you can't go to the Sunday one. I'm in the Sunday one. Yep. I, I don't have anything, like I I you know, I can't. I can't pass up that responsibility. So no, but, no, no. but um but we're we're obviously doing as much as we can here for the subscribers at fantasypoints.com, including rescheduling the point <laughs> spread for uh for um uh two p.m. as opposed to our typical five p.m. But we've gotta hustle because um not only do we have to like travel, but we've gotta be out of here before the DFS guys come on for the uh for the for the cashing points live stream. So T bro, we've got we're gonna do more of like a Brawley's whiteboard style breakdown of the games here. I guess I think we're gonna go fire, 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 uh, fire through. That's so uh, me. I, I, we got a
1: lot of shit to do and not a lot of time. So <laughs> this is a hectic weekend. Anytime there's a wedding, it's hectic, but yeah. let alone uh, during our busy season. So uh, love our friends, but this is a
0: pain in the butt. Yeah, I was like, right. Like, I mean, it's their wedding. They're allowed to schedule their wedding for wherever, whenever the hell they want to. Far be it from me. Doesn't mean it's not a pain in the ass for me, though. Yeah. We're
1: doing the best we can. Uh, You know, if you're looking for us in Discord this weekend, sorry. You know, we we won't be around too much. But I'm sure somebody from our staff will be able to help you out. Uh, We'll try to be available as much as possible. But uh, this is one weekend you'll have to excuse us a little bit.
0: All right, Tom, Minnesota at New Orleans. We have New Orleans, uh, looks like catching three, obviously with the Jameis Winston news 41 being the total here, um, that has moved in, uh, in the direction of Minnesota. I guess they think there is a, an adjustment to be made, um, with, uh, with, with Andy Dalton here. Yeah, I, I, I'm actually kind of surprised. I figured, you know, just thinking about
1: Jameis and Andy Dalton, i didn't think there would be much of a point spread difference, but this is a pretty good indicator. It's moved basically a half a point, sat two and a half most of the week. Uh, even with the Michael Thomas news, I mean, uh, the two big injuries, and in this line has moved a half a point. I, I do think there's going to be more movement here this weekend. I I think it will probably close three and a half. But uh, so if you're looking, I, I'm on the Minnesota side. I grabbed it two and a half. Uh, on monday but i still like the side i don't think these threes will probably hold for very much longer so if you want to get on the minnesota side i would not wait for it to get the three and a half i I would grab these threes while they're still there
0: uh any props you like from this game t bro
1: yeah this is one
0: remember yeah yeah i I, this
1: is one i'm gonna go back and take another look but nothing right off the bat here um Alvin Kamara burned me last week uh with two and a half receptions. He got two two catches on seven targets. I might go back to the well though again this week. We'll see what where the number opens up. I think Andy Dalton will probably be a, a little bit better at checking it down
0: to uh that, Alvin Kamara. Uh let's go to Buffalo at Baltimore. Buffalo laying three on the highway. We got a total of 51 here, Tom. You know, the storm has shifted a little bit, I know, because We're not, we have not gotten nearly as much rain uh, here in Greenville, South Carolina, as we thought we were going to, Um, but I don't know what the, what the weather impact is there for Buffalo and Baltimore. Um, That total has fallen, um, but I'm just wondering how much more it will fall, if it will fall more here, Buffalo at Baltimore. Yeah, that was one, yeah, it opened
1: 54, 54 and a half depending on where you're looking, and that was quickly bet down. It's looking like it's going to be wet in the northeast to somebody that has to travel on Sunday morning. I'm looking forward to it this evening and kind of basically be raining for the next two or three days. So, uh, yeah, the line has shifted down to 51. We're, we're going to see this in the New York's you know, total. Yeah, I mean, that total can't get much lower because it's against the Bears, but uh, the Eagles' one has definitely shifted down a little bit as well. It's looking like it's going to be wet. So that's just something to be aware of. Uh, It's probably going to, I don't think, I don't think the winds are going to be necessarily too bad, but you know, it's going to be pretty windy, you know, windy enough and probably heavy rain here. So that's why we're seeing the shift down in this contest. Uh, uh, Any under props that you like in this game, Tom? Uh, I have not, I actually have a Gabe Davis over 49 and a half yards. I I grabbed that on Wednesday and, uh, with the news I mean, that came hurt, out this right. morning about him aggravating his ankle injury. Not, not what I wanted to see. So I, that's one I kind of wish I could maybe get off of at this point. Um, some, sometimes these books uh, offer you, your cash outs, but uh, I might be stuck on this one, but it's been down to 48 and a half. I, I would not fully endorse it anymore though. Uh, I do like the matchup. I mean, we saw Devonte Parker, you know, he's kind of a, profiles as a similar type of player to Gabe Davis and, uh, you know, Baltimore's just been just giving up a ton of production to the outside here. So uh, I like it in theory. But now that we have more information that Gabe Davis might be playing less than 100 uh, percent, probably a bet that I wouldn't make again.
0: The commanders at the Cowboys, Dallas, th- minus three. We've got 41 being the total here. Uh, commanders and Cowboys. Um, I've seen some three and a halves out there, Tom. I'm also... Uh, Seeing on uh, the total some forty forty one and a halfs as well forty one three. If you like the if you like that Dallas shop around, if you like Washington shop around, it's one of those lines where it's kind of split right now.
1: Yeah, it's like the the three point two five uh, point spread yeah. here. It's been just bouncing between three and three and a half, depending on what you like. Uh, I'm on the Cowboy side in this one. Uh, just I think there's a pretty similar. We... Dallas's pass rush against the Washington O-line. I think that's what really this this game is going to kind of hinge on. Uh, You know, Washington's O-line got suffocated by the Eagles' uh, front seven last week. Could be a similar type of issue for uh, going against uh, Micah Parsons and the Cowboys' defense. I think pressured Daniel Jones on 24 of his 42 dropbacks on Monday Night Football. So, I, I think Washington could have similar type of issues here, so uh, that's the way I'm leaning in this, uh, towards the Cowboys uh, in terms of player props. Uh, I the numbers no longer there, but I got under 57 and a half on Antonio Gibson. I think it's been bet down to 54 and a half. He just hasn't looked great uh, since Week One. Uh, Dallas's front seven is probably going to dominate Washington's front seven, as it just broke down there. Uh, Dallas has given up 4.6 yards, but they've gone against you know Saquon Barkley, Joe Mixon, and Leonard Fournette. So top, three top flight running backs. So I think their defense is going to look a little bit better this week. Uh, and, and the other prop I hit was uh, Tony Pollard over 41 and a half rushing yards. He's looked he's looked great the last two weeks after that week one scare. And he was even on that final drive against the Giants when they were closing out a lead. Uh, he was getting a lot of carries as kind of the closer there, so uh, I think this is setting up to be a game where he could get some some carries, forty one and a half for the way he uh, rips off big runs. I think very much attainable if he's going to get uh, a twelve, you know, about a dozen carries, which I, what I, is about what I'm thinking here.
0: Yeah, speaking of that, Chicago uh, or the New York Giants, uh, <laughs> Chicago's coming to New York, minus threes across the board, thirty nine and a half the total. Chicago at New York, the Giants. Um, again, lay in three against that abominable Chicago Bears passing offense. Yeah, and
1: that's what this offense needs is, a, you know, the, the fact that there could be some rain and some wind in this contest uh, makes this passing more t- <laughs> suspect. So uh, I, I am on the Chicago side in terms of ATS picks. Uh, I, I just, uh, the Giants are kind of doing doing it with smoke and mirrors at this point. I have no idea how the team is 2-1. and Uh, Some good coaching and a a good running back at this point is carrying this offense. But uh, it sure looks like they're not getting Wandale Robinson and Kadarius Toney back this week. They just lost Sterling Shepard. And we were down to Richie James and David Sills running this, leaving this passing attack. So the, the, uh, the, the numbers for these, the passing numbers, I think Fields was at 147 and uh, I think Daniel Jones' number was 182 or 192. It was two horrific numbers, and only way I can look is to bet the unders with both of these passing. Yeah, like right
0: one – I don't know how the last time I saw 147.
1: I'm trying to think. I mean, the only game that kind of really comes to mind, and This is doesn't uh, speak well for Justin Fields, is the Kendall Hinton game from a couple of years ago when he was the quarterback against the, Bron- uh,
0: the, the, the Broncos. The Broncos. The... The hurricane game, the hurricane well, the, weather wind game for Buffalo and New England last year, I guess.
1: Yeah, I, even then, I, I don't think the numbers were quite that low. Maybe you're yeah. right, though. That That's probably about where those numbers were, yeah. uh, at least the Mac Jones number. And, of course, they attempted three passes in that game. So, uh, yeah, this is, this is going to be an ugly one. I'm taking the points just because it's 39, 39 and a half. It's probably going to be a, a low-scoring, tight affair. So I'll take any kind of points I can get here. Khalil Herbert has looked good. Um, I haven't seen his
0: prop yet. But there are no there are no rushing props for the Bears right now. At least, say, at least at least on DraftKings.
1: Yeah, I'll be interested. If he comes out like <clears throat> mid sixties or so, that's kind of where David Montgomery's been opening up. I, I might take a look at that and and bet that I, I think he's looked great in the early going. And that's kind of the one thing the Bears have done well is their offensive line has you know been excellent and blocking and opening things up so that, that's been the only thing that the has been working for that offense so far
0: uh let's go to jacksonville and philadelphia philadelphia across the board i'm seeing six and a half um the total has been bet down it's now 45 and a half in uh presumably presumably wet conditions in philadelphia on sunday which is where i will be on sunday
1: yeah, it's, uh, you know, this is one that opened seven, seven and a half some spots, so this has gone down past that key number uh, to, to six and a half. That's probably where this is going to end up. Uh, maybe maybe there will be some more Eagles money. I, 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 I could see some sevens maybe popping back up, but uh, so if you're looking at the, I'm looking at Fanduel's 114 to the six and a half, the uh, minus six and a half on the Eagles side, so maybe there's a chance that we see some minus sevens pop back up, but. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have much on this one. I I took the points with the Jaguars. Um, but I don't, I don't have a real, I don't have a lot of confidence in this game, but this is, I I think it's pretty appropriately priced here. I, I think the Eagles, uh, have shut down some inferior opponents here in the last couple of weeks, but I'm not quite sure what to make of the Jaguars. Are they really as good as they are, or they ran up against a, a mediocre Colts team and a Chargers team that's just beaten to hell right now. So yeah, I, I don't I, really I, know. I, don't think,
0: I think mediocre for the Colts might be kind, quite frankly.
1: Yes. Yeah. We'll find out this weekend in, in, in a battle of mediocrity uh, yeah. uh,
0: with the Titans. Did you like any props? Yeah. I,
1: I haven't bet anything on uh, in terms of props. I don't think the one that was considering. Oh, uh, maybe I'll bounce it off you a little bit. Gainwell was at 15 and a half rushing yards. Uh, do you think he's going to factor in more in the running game with Boston
0: Scott out? Or
1: I would think would so. Think-
0: I would think so. Yeah. yeah.
1: So um yeah. especially
0: if there's a hurry I think up. Trey Sherman
1: might be active this week. Do you think they would run him at all? I think uh, they would he might get a couple of
0: snaps. Like uh no, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, not
1: sure. Yeah. You know, with a line that low, I mean, it's just an extra 2 or 3 carries can make all the difference on a prop like that. So yeah. I'm thinking if gamewell can just get to like six or eight carries, that that's a number he might get. So I'm, I'm gonna I'll circle back to that one. I, I might
0: bet that one I'm, uh, over 15 and a half rushing yards for gamewell. Chargers and the Texans uh, minus six um, uh, minus five and a halfs out there. Um, we got a total of 45 here, LA at Houston, LA obviously still laying the points, but that is a team that as you alluded to, Tom is beat to shit right now. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out later
1: tonight if they're going to get some help back. It kind of looks like Keenan Allen's trending towards returning. He's been practicing this week. But, yeah, they lost Joey Bosa. Uh, Rashawn Slater's done for the year. Corey Lindsley. we'll see if he's able to make it back. JC Jackson, I don't, I don't know. It kind of seemed like he was trending towards not playing. So, big names on, on both sides of the ball. Uh, this line opened up seven and a half. Uh, pretty much across the board, and it just got you know hammered down below that key number. Uh, you know, six six and a half started showing up immediately on Monday. So, uh, not not surprised, but <laughs> I mean, as someone back Texans last week, I mean, I, I think they're kind of the worst team in the in the league at this point. It's I, there's they've been showing some you know there's some there's some reason for optimism in Houston, but. Um, Davis Mills has kind of taken a, a couple steps back the last week, couple of weeks. So um, not, not too excited to, to be getting uh, laying points or taking points in this contest. This, this is one I'll probably be staying away from.
0: There's virtually no props out for the Chargers yeah. at this point. So I don't know what else to say unless there's somebody you like from the Texans. Nope, nope. Just
1: staying away from the Texans side. Uh, it. It's been a little shaky here for Brandon Cooks recently. Uh, but he, you know, he could bounce back at any point, especially if you know Jackson and that secondary is a little thinned out here. Uh, and and the Damian Pierce stuff, I, I was maybe thinking under just because he had the last week, but they 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 put him back into the game after the first one, and the second one was kind of bizarre anyway. It was like kind of their two minute offense, and it, it was almost like they were giving him a chance to play in the two minute offense. Uh, I, I don't really know what to make of it. I think they're going to go back to them though. So I'm ultimately staying away from that one. Uh,
0: let's get on over to uh, – hold on. lost my spot on the odds board. Right, we're going to go to Seattle and Detroit. Detroit is
1: the one I'm yep, uh,
0: De- Detroit laying three and a half. Um, 48 being the total, I have no freaking clue what to do with this game. Detroit's not going to have DeAndre Swift. They're not going to have Amon Ross, St. Brown. Um, Seattle stinks, so there's that. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to do with this game.
1: Yeah, this is a another spread that has just uh, it was six uh, pretty much across the board on on Monday morning but with the injuries and everything that's going on with Detroit this week uh, you yeah, know they've just they've been one of the more unlucky teams in terms of injuries to open the season uh, their offensive lines banged up uh, as you as you noted the the skill players are now starting to pick up injuries so this this line I, I Seattle side, the healthier side, uh, and maybe we get a, a you know a little bit of a tighter affair anyway. Uh, don't don't know who's gonna. Looks like Khalif Raymond's gonna be the slot guy for Den uh, for Detroit. You know, I, I I don't feel great on either side here. I I lean towards the Seattle side though. I I gave it out. I think it was at five yesterday uh, in our staff picks. So uh, I still like anything you know as long as we're getting plus three
0: and a half here. Um, I don't I, I'm actually sh- sh- uh, shocked by how many props I see up here for this game. Um there's some Josh Reynolds out there, 48 and a half. There are no Khalif Raymond, although maybe a Raymond like first touchdown bet might be a little uh might be a little live there. Yeah, the way that you know Jared
1: Goff and uh, Ben Johnson kind of target the slot guys, you know, maybe he is alive. I I am gonna be curious if he if he opens up I you know these backups typically come in if they're replacing a guy. He'll probably, he'll probably come out probably mid-30s. Uh, but I yeah. guess maybe there's some uncertainty if he's going to be the guaranteed slot receiver. Uh, even in our own staff Discord here, we were talking, uh, you know, uh, it, it, we did the projection show on Tuesday night, too. We had the same discussion. as is, is it Quintus Cephas or Cleef Raymond? And uh, we came to the conclusion that it's probably going to be Cleef Raymond, but not 100% sure going into it. So probably – Probably best to stay away from it.
0: Tennessee and Indianapolis. Indianapolis laying three and a half. Uh, that total is now at 43, some 42 and a halves out there. I don't want to watch a second of this game. I'm actually glad I'm going to be out at a wedding during this game. Yeah, I do have money on
1: this one. I do have the Titans plus three and a half. I'm kind of surprised. I'm seeing a plus four. I am for, surprised too. Yeah, I'm seeing a plus four for Bet MGM. Uh, this is just kind of a fade on, I mean, both these teams think. I, I think it's. It's probably going to be a a field goal game. Uh, Titans have absolutely owned this this series here in recent years uh, under Mike Rabel. Uh, I I just, I was not impressed. I had money on the Colts last week getting plus seven against the Chiefs and it kind of felt like a a wrong side winner. Uh, Chiefs were doing everything they possibly could to, give the, the, the Colts good field position and they just kept shooting themselves in the foot and Colts, you know, they could barely take advantage of it. So uh, I, I just don't know if this Colts team is very good at this point. Uh, I'll take the points and, uh, you know, it's, this is a, a series that the Titans have kind of owned. So I'm, I'm leaning on that a little bit here that the, the Titans, I thought the Titans actually showed some signs of life last week against the Raiders uh, defense played a little bit better uh shut shut down uh you know Devonte adams and darren waller and let mac all Holl- go nuts but uh they at least they, they were bending but not breaking against the raiders offense last week so i thought that there was at least a little bit of signs of positive i was more impressed by tennessee's win over over the raiders than i was
0: oh yeah victory over the chiefs the colts averaged under four yards per play in that game not yeah, often you're gonna pathetic. beat the chiefs doing that uh any um props here? Derrick Henry. Oh, there's minus juice to over one and a half receptions. Oh my god. Hey, they got him involved
1: last week, yeah. There's Five catches there. So
0: maybe maybe that's a trend
1: we see going forward. Or maybe that was just games game plan specific to try to slow down Chandler Jones and Mason uh, Max Crosby. So um, I would not I would probably stay away from that one. But go uh I grabbed it. Was a lo- It started pretty low. Trelon Burks over 37 and a half receiving yards. Last I checked this afternoon, it was bet up to 41 and a half. I still kind of like it at over 41 and a half. Obviously, you know, lost some value here. But I, he had a little bit of a dud last week, but the usage was fantastic. He was on the field for 96% of the uh, dropbacks, uh, 47 yards in the first two games. Uh, you know, and the Colts – the Colts secondary isn't the easiest matchup, but I like I like the path that Traylon Burks is on, and if we can get a full time receiver in a game where the team might be trailing and forced to throw in the second half a little bit more, um, you know this is a, a this is a prop I thought should have opened up in the mid 40s So uh, getting it getting it still even, at, I like it.
0: The Jets at the Steelers three and a half. Uh, the Steelers are laying some threes out there. Um, we've got 41 and a half, the total Zach Wilson against Mitchell Trubisky. I have no freaking clue what this Jets offense is going to look like with, with Zach Wilson. I do know one thing. They don't want Zach Wilson dropping back 50 plus times like Joe Flacco was.
1: Yeah. Flacco's been leading the league in pass attempts and, uh, <laughs> their pass rate, I think it's like 73 or 74% heading into this week. So, you know, that's just a totally unsustainable number. And they don't want to put their uh, second-year quarterback in that kind of a spot, especially coming off, uh, you know, a fairly significant knee injury that basically made him miss eight weeks, of, you know, seven, eight weeks of, uh, of time here. He suffered that injury in the very beginning of August. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't think they want to feed him to the wolves. His, his pass attempts were set, I think, at like 32-and-a-half, 33-and-a-half. So, yeah, that tells you uh, more of a run-centric uh, offense here which is why, you know, Brees Hall's creeping up our rankings. Definitely a a guy to target here moving forward. But uh, I did grab Tyler Conklin over 26 and a half receiving yards. Uh, I I just continue to think books are uh, undervaluing him at this point. He's running a ton of routes. He's close to an 80% share last week, even with Uzoma back. Uh, Steelers have been – I mean, we saw what David Njoku did to the Steelers last week. Uh, they've been they've been attacked uh, in the middle of the field here. So this was 26 and a half. I think it's been bet up maybe a little bit to 27 and a half. Of course, we're a little bit worried. New quarterback, is he going to target his tight ends as much as Joe Flacco did? And obviously, we're, we're thinking the attempts go down. But uh, I, I, I think Conklin's number should be in the low 30s here. So I, I think we're getting um, – you know, a little bit of value here with this 26 and a half, 27 and a half right now. Uh,
0: We've got now um, Cleveland at Atlanta. Uh, we're, I'm seeing a total of 47 and a half. Atlanta catching one at home. Cleveland laying on the road, essentially almost a pick them here. Um, there are some one-and-a-halves out there, though, if you like the Falcons, get a little bit extra value there. Uh, Cleveland at Atlanta. Cordero Patterson questionable to play.
1: Yeah, this is a an interesting one. the The, the Falcons opened up as favorites, uh, and this game has had some uh, some line movement here. Even with, <clears throat> I mean, I kind of find it hard to believe that Miles Garrett's probably going to play this week. Uh, pretty big, you know, defensive player of the year candidate that could be on the you know out for the Browns, but the line has still shifted in their favor. Uh, I I, I kind of like the Browns. I I was thinking about betting them. When they were in the plus one and a half range, just because I thought this is where the line should be. This I thought the Browns should have been probably about two-point favorites in this game. So the the line has shifted toward the Brown side. I'll probably stay away now at this point. The total I, this is fascinating. I mean, this every you know, this has been an under season. I mean, we see it in fantasy football. Every running back is underperforming uh, because there just haven't hasn't been as many. You know, touchdown scenario. You know, there's no, just hasn't been as many goal line scenarios where uh, we can get you know touchdowns here. But the t- two over teams so far in the NFL, Cleveland Browns and the Atlanta Falcons, both three and zero to the over so far. Uh, I, I don't think anybody would have guessed that coming into the year, but that's that's kind of why this total is so high. It's uh, one of the, the higher totals on board. Uh, Sneaky. I'm going to guess, is going to be a little bit popular for DFS purposes as well. Uh, so that, fascinating little line and total situation with this game.
0: Oh, and by the way, uh, Atlanta, only Buffalo has punted on a fewer percentage of its <laughs> possessions than Atlanta has.
1: Unbelievable. I, yeah. I mean, they're a juggernaut, Joe.
0: Juggernaut. Oh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm sure that'll continue. But Well, well hey, <laughs> hey, right now, if you're streaming Mariota, you're pretty thrilled about it. Arizona at Carolina. Carolina is a one-point favorite in this game, 43-and-a-half being the total, which has plummeted down. Tom, Arizona, again, continues to be the most banged-up team, uh, maybe this side of the Chargers. Friday, out of nowhere, Marquise Brown added to the injury report with a foot injury. He's Oh,
1: I didn't even see that. Oh, God. Yeah, it literally <laughs> was just a couple of minutes ago. Wow. Uh, yeah, this this line, I'm, I'm on the Cardinals' side. This is, this is a game I would not go near. Uh, just two incompetent offenses right now at this point. Uh, Carolina, there's a little bit of sniping going on. DJ Moore and Matt Roll and Baker Mayfield, not a lot of love going on right now. Uh, but on the other side, uh, the Cardinals have fallen behind by two scores real early in all three games. And Cliff Kingsbury just throws his hands up and throws all the plays out and says, all right, Kyler, just run around and try to make plays and get us back he into the game. He doesn't
0: even do that. He doesn't even run around. He's got, well, to I
1: run mean, run. he's running around in the pocket. just. Oh,
0: yeah, but, yeah, yeah he's yeah. not
1: even – yeah, that's – you know, why, what happened to the design runs with him? I mean, you do something creative. Uh, so, I, I mean, I, I don't have a great feel for, you know, which offense is going to actually show up in this game. Uh, but I, I did side with the, the Cardinals, but if Marquise Brown can't go – <laughs> it's going to be the the Italian bros on the outside. Of oh yeah. Achelia and uh, Isabella. <laughs> Isabella. So, I mean, there's questions about – The Torch is all banged up. And, uh, yeah, I Dale think he's Morris, okay, though. Yeah, okay, good. I mean, Rondell Morris seems like he might go down to a game-time decision here. He's been limited all week. Uh, so, <laughs> kind of interested to see how that all plays out. So, I was looking at a Zach Ertz. Over four and a half catches, but I didn't end up hitting that. But might have to revisit that now that uh, Marquise Brown is looking a little banged up.
0: And it's plus money on DraftKings if that's yeah. That, it's plus
1: one ten uh, when I was looking. Um, that, uh, you know, the Panthers have been pretty good against tight ends dating back to last year, so that that was like kind of the one thing that kept me off of it. But I might have to
0: revisit that uh, later this afternoon. Denver and the Raiders opened as a pick them. Um, Uh, but it is now minus two and a half to the Raiders who are in a must, must win spot 45 and a half. The total there's some 45s out there, Tom Um, Denver has been the opposite of impressive, but has managed to be two and one. I think you can make the argument. The Raiders have been the better team and are Oh, and three and the Raiders now really have their backs against the wall in this game.
1: Yeah, I I wouldn't disagree with it. I, I had the Broncos, you know, power rated higher, but, uh, I yeah you know, I get this number. I think it would, probably would be a pick'em game if the Raiders weren't you know winless at this point. If this this you know if the Raiders were one and two and Denver was two and one, I, I could see this line being closer to a pick'em. But I think this is just a pure spot. Like the Raiders, I mean they're done. They're done. I mean this is a team that was in the playoffs last year. They start out. Oh, and four with their, you know, new toy Devonte Adams. I mean, their season is pretty much cooked already, especially in that AFC West. You know, it, it's doesn't look nearly as good as it did in the, pre, you know, in the summer and the preseason, but you still fall behind. It's still one of the better, division. you know, it's probably still the best division in football. So you start out and 4 uh, they're absolutely cooked. So that that's, I, I think that's the only reason we're seeing these at two and a half. This is like two points basically of, this is a must-win game for the Raiders.
0: Um, did you did you have a prop here in this game you like? Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon, 51 and a half to 41 and a half. Oh, oh, it's sick. Yeah. yeah, I how about
1: them working Mike Boone in? He was 19% oh. share last week. Hey, fuck off, guys. I, hey, by I the way, you I, get, you I like I, you know Melvin Gordon ain't going away. I get that shit. But the fucking Mike Boone, 19% of the snaps last week. Get the fuck out of here. That's the shit that fits me off even more. How can he possibly around.
0: be this dumb, right?
1: It, it's it's unbelievable. 19 freaking percent of the snaps for Mike Moon. you got me fucking kidding me. Anyway.
0: Well, you must have learned uh, that from your roommate.
1: <laughs> Darren Wall, I got over 43 and a half receiving yards. That number has been popped a couple times. It's up to like 50 and a half, 51 and a half. It's just, hey, they Dante Adams has the tougher matchups against Patrick Sertain and Ronald Darby on the outside. Uh, you know, Renfro's not going to play this week for you know. It looks like it. I mean, he's missed five practices in a row. Yeah, I mean, I don't it's, think so. it's. I mean, this is a little scary uh, that he might be looking at a multi-week absence. This, uh, you know, not even coming close to playing. So, uh, taking Dol- Darren Waller, he he uh, disappointed last week uh, listening to the matchup uh, stream with. Greg and Adam and John last night. Uh, the Titans kind of went out of their way to double-team Devontae Adams and Waller a lot last week. But he did have some opportunities. He dropped a, a pass that would went, went for a touchdown when they were trying to come back. And then it was kicked off in, to boot. Yeah, it was. that oh, was the biggest play of the game. Uh, it was, you know, fourth quarter when they were trying to make a comeback. So I, I, I see him having a little bit of a bounce-back spot here uh you know Adams is about the far tougher matchups here on the outside so I'm expecting a little bit of Waller action in the middle of the field here. I also took I, I hate doing this. I took it over on a receiving yards and I took it under on a passing prop for Derek Carr, but I just thought the number was too high. It was 272 and a half. It's been bet down a little bit. Uh I thought it probably should have opened a low 260s. So I I thought there was some value there. So hopefully he gets enough uh, receiving yards to Darren Waller and then, you know, cuts it off at about 250 yards.
0: (laughs) That's a good, that's a good plan. Um, (laughs) New England at Green Bay, nine and a half is the number. Some nines are out there. Green Bay favored in Lambeau field, 40 and a half, some 40, some 39 and a half. So Green Bay is the biggest favorite of the week in the lowest total game of the week, or one of the lowest totals. Ugh. Uh, uh, I guess the markets don't like Brian Hoyer too
1: much. Yeah, I, I'm sure CBS is thrilled that this is their big game in the afternoon window. Uh, I guess there's—I I saw something that they had Mac Jones practicing. You know, Belichick. Oh, he was at bullshit. practice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's uh, like, yeah. Get out of here, Belichick. You're crap here. Yeah. Uh, but this line has this is this. It started out at eight and a half, nine, nine and a half. Last week, whenever it looked like Mac Jones, you know, it was, you know he's going to miss, miss uh, on Monday. And then it got, I saw even like some 11s, I believe, at one point. Uh, maybe even some 11 and a half. So there was a lot of action to the Packers. But uh, this game has been bet back down underneath the 10. Uh, I don't know if it's because their, you know, betters are holding out to uh, hope that Mac Jones might be able to play or just it was just too big of a number here for a Packers. You know, we're expecting it to be a low slow scoring game, as you said. So uh, up over 10 points was probably a little too much. Uh, I think I did play 10. I think there was some 10s uh, yesterday whenever we did the ATS, uh, the staff picks, the ATS stuff. So I, I'm on the Patriots side, That's but the, don't don't feel particularly great about it.
0: Kansas City at Tampa Bay, by the way, there's virtually no Patriots.
1: I did grab a prop there. I love Ramon Stevenson's over 13 and a half. Receiving yards. <laughs> just, cards. Yeah, just anticipating uh, playing from behind. We saw it last week when they were playing behind uh, from behind against the Ravens. He got 28 receiving yards on four catches. And I went back and looked. Brian Horris last start way back in the COVID year in 2020. He – I forget what – he attempted like 27. It was basically a quarter of his passes went to running backs in that game. So uh, liking that prop, Ramondre's kind of been the hurry up uh, – been the primary passing back in this offense since Ty Montgomery's been out.
0: Uh, We got Tampa Bay hosting Kansas City, well, uh, potentially hosting Kansas City uh, on Sunday night. This is a split line, Tom. I'm seeing Kansas City favored by a half a point. I'm seeing pick'ems. I'm seeing Tampa Bay favored (laughs) by a point. A very strange line. You really do not see that very often in the NFL at this point, Tom um yeah this line. this line's been
1: fascinating it it i grabbed it when it was, the buccaneers were getting plus three on monday morning i i couldn't believe it i thought the line should be basically a pick'em. right we're right where we're at now here with the split line so uh i, I couldn't believe I, I, it was just anticipating that the buccaneers receivers would be healthier here it looks like Godwin and Julio Jones are going to go down to the wire. At least they're saying that right now. They're their game time decisions, but it, it kind of seemed like they're both trending towards playing. So, and, and, but anyway, we got Mike Evans back too. It's not like we're trotting out Scotty Miller and uh, you know the scrubs that they were playing last and, week. And, and, and
0: Gage out. had a really good game last week, so he's now a, a key part of what they do.
1: Yeah. So, I, uh, as I said earlier i this chiefs team has not been totally impressive to me i know they slaughtered the cardinals in week one but uh i thought the chargers were the better team in week two uh they should have performed much better against that i mean the colts were trying to give you know they they didn't want to win a game and the chiefs didn't want to win uh i i was just surprised that buccaneers were big underdogs early in the week but the line is corrected here uh the, the value is now gone Uh, now that the Buccaneers have flipped to favorites.
0: You know, Jared McKinnon's getting 17 and a half rushing yards and this team hasn't really been able to run the ball at all, but he's outsnapped Clyde Edwards-Alaire this year.
1: I know. I was actually looking at Edwards-Alaire's under on his rushing prop. It was, I believe 35 and a half, but he has popped off some, some nice runs this year, but last year, last week he got blanketed, no rushing yards. Um, We all about Tampa Bay's run defense. Uh, last couple of years, it's been one of the best. So I, I don't think they're going to have a whole lot of success running the ball. And as you said, Jarek McKinnon is uh, playing a lot of snaps. So that I was actually looking more towards the C.E.H. unders. Uh, it looked like it was actually getting some money. It looked like there was some money on the over, though. It was kind of juiced up, at least on DraftKings. So that's what I'm going to keep my eye on. If it gets bet up a little bit, I, I might take the under there. Uh, the other prop I uh, a prop I actually did take was Lenny Leonard Fournette under 65 and a half rushing yards. Just thinking uh, that this is going to be more of a pass heavy attack if, if they get some guys back. Uh, Todd Bowles was talking after the game. They asked him about why, you know, Rashad White and uh, why they haven't been using some of their other backs. And he hinted that they have to get other guys involved here. So maybe maybe we see a couple carries taken away from Leonard Fournette. Uh Chiefs have been really good against the run to open the season, just letting up 3.4 yards per carry. So I'm looking at
0: the Lenny under uh 65 and a half rushing yards. Monday night football, the Rams at the 49ers. I have the Rams giving or the 49ers giving one and a half, two. Um, the, the Rams opened as the favorites here. The 49ers, though, coming off that atrocious Sunday night performance uh against Denver, uh, the total all the way down at 42 and a half for these two teams. I don't think we saw that last year, Tom. Forty two and a half. The Rams and the 49ers, 49ers gonna be without Trent Williams.
1: Yeah, I was really thinking about betting the Rams. Uh the only thing that kept me off of it that Kyle Shanahan has absolutely owned Sean McVay in this series. I mean, I think it was, I think it was the playoff game was the, you know, it snapped like a long losing streak to the 49ers in that NFC championship game. And, uh, just, you know, thinking back to that game, I mean, the 49ers literally did everything in their power to lose that game uh, with the 10 point lead at, in the fourth quarter. So uh, that, that's the only thing keeping me off the Rams side in this game is that, uh, you know, Shanahan has kind of owned him, but you're right. Trent Williams is going to miss this week. Uh, Yeah. I don't think, yeah, people probably realize just how big of a loss that is. He's uh, arguably the best tackle in football. And I I mean, the first play, as soon as he left last week, you know, his replacement gave up a sack immediately. So um, I just didn't like what I saw out of Jimmy Garoppolo. It was his first action. Looked like a guy who hadn't practiced with the team all all summer. And uh, you know, these guys, you know, we see it early in the season, weeks one and two, uh, where these these offenses come out rusty. But now we have a quarterback who basically didn't work all summer, and uh, you know was dealing with a throwing shoulder surgery. And uh, I, I'm kind of kicking myself that I didn't take that into account more last week when thinking about the you know taking Denver or, or San Francisco for ETS purposes. But um, I'm leaning heavily to to the Rams side but yeah it's just the series history is probably keeping me away and i think the 49ers are probably a, a little bit more desperate team uh they don't want to don't want to fall to 1 and 3 at, in their home stadium here
0: uh oh, uh any props tom uh yeah, yeah, there, there's like.
1: not yeah not a whole lot out there right now i i, I i'm kind of waiting i might take some ayuk props um just you know the rams have been giving up a lot of production Out on the perimeter, and I think you know they might make it more of a priority uh, with Jalen Ramsey, with Debo, uh, and Ayuk's been pretty good since dating back to the end of last season. So, um, but I haven't really been able to, you know, since this is earlier, uh, earlier tea time here for the show, I haven't really been able to dig into the uh, Sunday night, you know, the Monday games too much. So uh, that's one. That's one way I was looking though was the Ayuk, uh, some of his receiving props
0: probably. All right T bro, you got to hit the road get I got to get, get to um the airport here. It has been a wild day, um a wild week. Oh, yeah, man. I'm travel so safe. Bored. Next week, uh Tom, I I think I'll be able to do the Monday morning podcast with you. I think yeah. um about the but um I'm flying home Monday night and then I cannot wait to to, to just be on a normal schedule. Like people are like that. They've been saying to me on Discord. They're like, "Oh, Joe, enjoy the week off." And am I gonna enjoy myself? I will. Yes. But like, man, I was like, you guys don't even know that. Like, I probably like I am so regimented during the season that like oh, I know. Yeah, it's it's my, crazy. My, <laughs> my Sundays are, are my Sundays. You know, I what I do the game show. My Saturdays are for watching college football, betting. You know, relaxing a little bit. So, yeah, I mean, it this is throwing me off big time. But uh you drive safe. Uh, I hope I fly yeah, safe. Hey, travel. Uh, I hope your your flight
1: uh, takes off here. I um I've been thinking about you know, the last twenty four yeah. hours here. So I, I hope I see you at the wedding uh, at four thirty square. Maybe we'll maybe we'll even meet up before that and maybe have a drink if you get in uh, a little bit early. So you and yeah, Virginia I- travel safe. Thanks for anybody that tuned in here to the early earlier time, but. Uh, Yeah, uh, we'll see it very shortly there, Joe. Oh
0: yeah. um, So yeah, I'll be there for cocktail hour. That's the plan. So uh, we'll be there. Uh, T bro, uh, for our guy Sean behind the glass. Thanks everybody. Have a great weekend.